0: Amen. So if you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to go to verse 2 this week. All right. So if you have it, amen. If you don't have it, it'll be on the screen in a minute. It is on the screen. Amen. If you stand for the reading of God's word. Romans chapter 12. All right. Paul already told us. Um, that we have to, we have to look at our purpose through our serving. But now he goes on to say in verse two, he says, "And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed." Turn to your name and say, "Transformed." Amen. By the renewing. Of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. I want to talk about this morning, unstuck, part two, in your purpose. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, unstuck. Amen, amen, amen. It's apparent to me on many levels that one of the hardest things for most people to realize or even understand is their purpose in life. A lot of us, by default, we find our purpose. I mean, we we think that we're good at something. You know, my daughter likes to argue. She wants to be a lawyer. <laughs> she thinks that's her purpose in life. Amen. And, and in addition to that, she's very analytical. And she asks a whole lot of questions. <laughs> so she figures that she wants to be an attorney. And that's fine. We have no problem with that. We can explore those options. But I believe that if you're going to find purpose, you have to ask specific questions. For instance, amen, I don't know if you've asked these questions of yourself. What will I do with the rest of my life? Amen. What will you center your life around? What purpose will you live for? Why am I alive? Does my life matter? Amen. And is there a purpose? Many of us struggle with these questions. And the truth is, to some degree, we may have even ignored, amen, the nagging in our souls, The constant questions that we have, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And oftentimes, saints, because we cannot answer these questions, we settle. And after we've settled, we become stuck at a job we don't even like. In a marriage that we sh- probably should not have been in. Hello, somebody. Amen. Go on, say amen. Now, don't try to go get divorced. Now, nah, good. Too late. You in. But if you knew your purpose, you would have you would have selected maybe a little bit differently. Come on, somebody. If you understand that your spouse is supposed to uh, assist you, come on, somebody. Which your purpose? Amen. And then in turn, you help your children to discover theirs. Do I have anybody? So many of us are stuck. And if you're going to get unstuck, you have to ask yourself a question, number one. For this message is not for everybody. This message is for the Christian. Paul in chapter twelve is not speaking to unbelievers. And I want to be very clear that if you're not a believer, there is a purpose that God has for you first. But if you are post salvation. Come on, somebody. And you've been a Christian, how many have been a Christian for a little not a long time, but a little while? Amen. I found out that the reason many of us are trying or cannot find that purpose is because we're trying to live in the world. Amen. And we're trying to do things like the world. And we're trying to fit into a mold that we cannot ever be fit into again. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 that God delivered us from the domain of darkness. I told you last week, I, I love sinning. Come on, somebody. I, I, yeah, you know, I, okay. To our guests, I guess I'm going to just say, uh, yeah. For real. I, I'm not gonna tell you no lie. I love sinning. I really did. I like clubbing, I love drinking, lugging, I all that. Because I wasn't saved and I was moving my life in a purpose that the world had. The 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 the, the story that uh the sister read before offering, Rockefeller had everything. What what were we living for, y'all? Cash money. Our lives, our life purpose was about this, and then some of us it wasn't. Some of us it was, it was, it was. It was uh, we wanted to be philanthropists and people, you know, help the world and save the green and all that kind of stuff. You understand what I'm saying, right? It's all good causes. I get it, but at the end of the day, deep down inside, Amen. We were unsatisfied. How many of you were unsatisfied? Anybody still unsatisfied? Anybody here struggling with waking up and looking at the person in the mirror every morning? Come on, somebody. Amen. And and oftentimes, that's the issue that we're struggling with. We're struggling with who we are and what God has created. But I want to tell you something. The Bible says, if, if, if any man a woman be in Christ he's a new creature all things and, and I can help somebody here today to let you know the reason why you're not happy is because possibly you're living according to the wrong purpose amen Paul writes and he tells them that God has a specific purpose for them. Remember, they were struggling with the fact that the Israelites had, or the children of Israel had rejected God and they felt, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know what I'm glad of? I'm glad that people, I'm glad, that, listen, if some of us were like God, was God, we would, we would really do some stuff. We would write off some people. But touch your neighbor and say grace. 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 Tell your neighbor, I ain't got to be perfect. I ain't got to be perfect. perfect. Tell your neighbor grace. grace. Because it's only according to God's grace that we are who we where we are today in life. And I thank God for his grace because you know what? You know what grace makes you do? It makes you think like this. I don't deserve this. But watch this, but I got it anyhow. And some of us, when we get it, we act like we didn't, we didn't need it before, amen, and we forget all about grace. Do I have anybody? Now watch this, watch this. I told you last week that if you want to move towards uh, your purpose, number one, you got to start with gratitude towards God. That's that's where the grace piece comes in. You got what you want, but you stay in a position of what? Gratitude. God, I'm thankful. Secondly, I told you stewardship. Amen. Over your body, over your time, over your treasures, you have to become a good steward because you need balance in order to understand your purpose. Do I have Anybody? I told you, I told you thirdly last week that not only do you need stewardship, but you need sacrifice and you got to surrender. It's going to cost you something for your purpose. Do you know what it costs Jesus? (laughs) Come on, somebody. You know, Jesus came for one purpose. And that is to save humanity, right? Watch this. And every time someone tried to get him off course, he would say, no, I came here for one reason. He understood his purpose. See, see. can I help somebody with something? The reason why you're jumping from place to place, job to job, situation to situation is because you don't understand your purpose. But if you understood your purpose, you would sit still and you will allow God, watch this, to work on you. But oftentimes, we don't stay long enough for God to start getting into, watch this, into the compartments of our lives so that he can begin a work in us. Amen. So from the time we start getting close, or people start getting close to us, or the word starts exposing us, guess what we do, y'all? We we run. Do I have Anybody? And so what I told you last week, that's the reason why you got to stay consistent. Paul goes on to say in verse 2, I'm going to help somebody today. He says now, let's read verse 1. He says, this is what we did last week. I urge you, uh, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship, right? Look at verse 2. He says, And do not be conformed. Do not be what? Conformed to what? Now, could it be that I'm trying to live as a Christian in a world? And according to a world system, and that's the reason why you're so frustrated, and you cannot find the answers because you're not looking at it through spiritual lens. You're looking at it through the world's lens. So, how do I discover my purpose? How do I become unstuck? So, watch what. Watch. Watch the first point. First point today is examine. What you really believe. Can I tell you something? A lot of us are living according to what we believe. We believe certain things about ourselves. This word conform, the word means to be molded by something external while ignoring the internal. So in other words, it's outward performance without inward change. And see, a lot of us are so stuck on what we, what grandmama taught me. Uh-oh, I ain't knocking grandmama. But we're living according to the wrong model. Our belief, what we believe. Listen to this. Watch this, watch this. Uh, does the world have more influence over your decisions than the word of God? What do you listen to? What kind of music do you listen to? Uh oh, y'all quiet today. What's what's up, y'all? What's up? what's up? What's up what's up? Tell tell me what's up? Y'all making me work. Y'all supposed to say, man, laugh, do something. Show me some emotions on your face. Stop. <laughs> Thank you. For real. Right? He says, do not be conformed to this world. And conformity means that you're fitting yourself, you're molding yourself, you're shaping yourself according to what the world says. Cosmopolitan magazine. Uh... And not so much magazines today. It's what you're watching on Netflix. And on YouTube. Greenleaf. You're learning a whole lot about church through Greenleaf. Pick up your Bible. You think Greenleaf is a good representation of what we believe? But But the messiness in us. Power. Power. Lucius Lyon and. I was coming, I was coming. I just wanted to see if y'all want to be doctrinal or y'all want to be relational. Y'all want to be relational. Okay, all right, I got you. See, what you believe and what you watch and what you program yourself with is how you're going to be shaped. So you look on the commercials. Amen. And you and they and they look, you know it's a model. You know it's a model. You know it's a model. I'ma say it one more time. You know it's a model. But you can look like this in three weeks. You you can lose 20 in three days. Come on, help me somebody. Listen, you're so folk, we are so focused in conforming outwardly. This is what he says. Do not be conformed to the world. We're so conformed and shaped by the world that we think we can have it through a commercial. So my question to you today, examine what you believe. Because listen, this word conformity, it also means to conform oneself, but one's mind, but watch this, and one's character to another pattern. It means to fashion yourself like. Do you know how many believers? They don't look in the mirror of the word. They look in the mirror of the world. Could it be the reason you're frustrated and trying to find your purpose is because you're trying. Watch this. You're building on the wrong model. Listen, you're called to be in the world, but not of the world. You're called to be in the world, but not like the world because you are the light of the world. But when you get up in the morning, you're dim as all the outdoors. Your battery needs changing. Come on, somebody. And I believe it's because of what we believe. Some people believe in Jesus because they want money. Some people believe in Jesus because they want health. Some people believe in Jesus because they want a better life. But can I tell you something? If you look at church history, you will find out that when you, every disciple was brutally killed except for John. (laughs) Amen. So we're called to suffer. And saints, can I tell you something? The more you learn to believe the Bible. The more you learn to believe God's word, watch this, the stronger you're going to become. So you got to ask the question today, what examine it? What do I really believe? Do I believe that we're going to build a wall? Let's go on to the next. We read self-help books. Even Christian ones and usually they offer the same predictable steps watch this Uh, for your purpose watch this clarify your goals Uh uh-huh I'm sorry I'm sorry consider your dreams Uh, clarify your values watch this set some goals figure out what you're good at aim high go for it be disciplined Believe you can achieve your goals, watch this, and never give up. You could throw away all the books you got, because that's the nutshell. You could reach all your personal goals by becoming a success by the world standard and still miss the purpose for which God has created you for. You need more than self help advice. The Bible says self-help is not help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way up. Got to learn the principles of the word if you're going to know your purpose, y'all. You with me? Watch this. He says, do not be conformed to this world. But he says what? He says, but what? But. Do not be transformed, by the, re- but be transformed by the renewing of your what? So here's the next thing you got to do. Some of you struggle with that. Seriously, you struggle. He says, if you want to know your purpose and you want, listen, some of you are waiting for external change but it's all in your mind. You know why you're there where you are right now? It's how you think. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Now let me tell you what the word transform means. It means to renovate. Not tear down, but renovate. I'm going to say it one more time. Not tear down, but what? Not demolish, but what? Renovate. Renovate. So I'm not saying that all your thinking uh, is off. I'm saying look at the parts of your thinking and start renovating it so that it can look like what the word of God says. And remember, you're a creature, you're a new creature. And so you have a new nature as a believer. And so as a believer, if you're not thinking differently, examine it for a minute your thinking is probably why you're stuck when you get past I can't but as a believer if you think like God did not give me a spirit of fear but of power love come on help me somebody and a sound mind so in other words you have to think biblically. You have to weigh everything that you think through the word of God. That's the reason why you, some of us are like, man, I'm, man, I can't do this no more. His name. Some of us read the scripture, but we can't apply it. Why? You got information without application. What's the problem? I know what the problem is. Obedience. Because of the way, and and watch this, and some of us were so analytical that the simple things, this is what Jesus dealt with the Pharisees and stuff like that. They thought it was so deep. Jesus said, man, you're missing the big picture. You got to receive me. (laughs) And they couldn't even understand that. And watch this, the disciples, guess what? They totally didn't know who he was. Amen. Can you imagine? He had 12 brothers rolling with him all the time, right? Jesus, we love you. But at the end, they're like, man, we don't know him. See, if we're going to get unstuck with our purpose, we got to examine this. And some of us have to understand that our thinking has to fall in line with the word of God. Listen to this. You're bombarded Watch this. With nagging thoughts. Come on. Suspicion. Come on. Doubts, fear, and reasoning. And as a believer, we have the mind of Christ. See, this is why it's so important to understand your new nature. Remember what I was saying earlier about pathways in our church? That's why it's so important to get the pathway one-on-one. Because we begin to talk about the new person, the new person in Christ. Some of you have been saved so long, you forgot who you are. Because you're still stuck. Why are you stuck? If you are a creature, a new creature, how come this is not working for you? Tell you, neighbor, I got to go and roll back in that class. <laughs> Sister, honey, you have some new members in your class on next week. See, this is why we miss, we miss certain things along the way, right, in our Christian journey, because we want to jump. Some of you don't want to go through the steps. See, I used to be like that. I used, to, listen, I used to be like that. You know what I used to do? I used to talk my way out of doing the basics. You follow what I'm saying? <laughs> so I didn't have to take algebra. I know nothing about algebra. You know what I mean? But I talked my way out of that. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And some of you are so slick talkers. Y'all slick talkers. Amen. You don't want to do the basis because you think that this is the same thing as the world. But this ain't the world, baby. You've been transferred into a new place. You have been changed in your nature, and that's the reason why some of us are so dissatisfied because we're trying we're thinking like the world. And you're a believer. Is that deep? Watch what he says next. He says uh, when you when you transform by the renewing of your mind, let me you know that renewal, like I said, is something you have to do on a daily basis. See, without a renewed mind, you won't understand. You know what your purpose is? You know what your real purpose is? One of your purposes? You got to know the will of God for you. Oh, watch this. If I'm living according to my will, I'm going to hit that wall. But if I'm living trying to understand his will, it's never ending. Jesus says, I came to do the what? The will, that word will is really purpose. Of who? Of who? Now let me ask you something. How you doing with that? Okay, all right, okay, all right. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I got 11 minutes. Watch this. Watch Watch what he says. He says, when you renew your mind, okay, got it? When you're conforming to scripture, right? He says, so that you may prove what the will of God is. Now, this word prove simply means to examine to scrutinize, to see whether a thing is real. Because I got something for you. What Satan wants to do is to disguise himself and cause us, come on somebody, to believe other things other than the will of God. And so what he does is he comes in and he presents us a counterfeit. It almost is real. Almost. And so the next thing is, we must do after that, is evaluate everything according to what? Listen, your purpose is in the will of God. And the only way to know his will is by the renewal of your mind and the understanding of his word. You have to test the principles of the word of God to see if they work. For instance, he says, I'll never leave you. So you don't have to go get no payday loan when you broke. God, you said in your word, I'm saying test it. I said, test it. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop consuming so much other stuff. And I'm going to start consuming the word of God. Come on, somebody. So I can literally test how do you know that this is real? How, How do you know? I'm just saying. How do you know? And this is the problem with most of us. Some of us we're halfway. We're half and half. We halfway believe some of this stuff. Am I right? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I wrong? Or am I right? We halfway believe it, y'all, because watch this. Because we have. We wanted to turn out. The way we want it to turn out, not the way God wants it to work out. But watch this. How do you know what God's will is if you never read the Bible? If you never read the Bible, if you never consume the word, if you never pray, if you never fast, come on somebody. If you never serve, if you never worship, when was the last time you really surrendered to God in worship? And say, God, I surrender all to you. You see, you see, you see, saints. If I'm going to live this life, I have to evaluate it. God, what does your word say about this? What does your word say about that? God, I'm struggling right now. Anybody struggling right now? Anybody going through something right now? No, nobody. Amen. Amen. How many you got some fears right now? How, how many of you got some things that you're dealing with right now? Can I ask you a, a simple question? Have you evaluated your situation according to the word of God? All you got to do is open it. And he will begin to open it up to you. See? Watch this. He says... He says your purpose. You know, you know what many of us do? Many of us want emotion and not word. We want an emotional experience. I asked my class the other day in seminary. I said, how do you know when you're filled with the spirit? Like, well, Which spirit? I was talking about Bacardi. That's what I was talking about. Because I I was illustrating, he said, don't get drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. So when I drink, when I used to drink the Bacardi. (laughs) See, I had to do that for y'all, because y'all want to call me up and have a drink. (laughs) I was real cool, man. I was controlled by that substance. Real cool, man. But give me some white liquor, man, I act a fool. I go tear up a car, put, you know, I mean, I do some stuff, jump off buildings, all kinds of stuff. Because I was controlled, I act erratically. So when I'm filled with the spirit now, I have joy. I'm controlled by it, you know what I mean? It's like, it's so overpowered, it's not, oh, ooh, I feel it. It's not, oh, shando, shando, shando. A lot of us are emotional. But God, watch this, is understandable. God ain't no, there's no mystery to God. But if you're a believer, you'll know that. And here's how you come to know him: through the filling of the Spirit. And you're controlled by Him. He moves you. You want to go left, he pushes you right, and you obey. When you open up the word of God, and you start reading, you're like, man. How many of you were in church before you didn't understand? Nothing. Let me see. Absolutely nothing. How many of you are in church now? Now you understand. Let me see your hand. You understand. All right. You know what that means? You got the spirit in you. It wasn't because you got smarter. Paul says, Paul says, uh, God chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. The foolish things of the what? Like build a wall. Watch. I'm going to sit down. I got three minutes. Watch this. He says, he says, um, so that you may prove what the will of God is. Look at it. Look at it. That, which is what, and i want to show you right here real quick. And I'm fit to sit down. That, which is good. That, which is what? And that, which is what many of us want a quick fix, but God's in God's purpose, it's a process. So the last thing is this, evaluate your what? Some of us think because we came to church today, we we got a special blessing. So when we leave here, stuff going to get better. But actually, when you leave here, you and your wife going to get into it in a car. Because she want the window down and you want it up. See what I'm saying? But because you are conforming to the word, you're like, have it your way, baby. Because you're controlled by the who? Ah. Ah. This ain't no rabbit foot. Seriously. This ain't no rabbit foot. You rub it for three times and you get what you want, genie. Because you came and put some money on the altar, which I, you ain't came yet. While I'm preaching. I pre- you know, some of you were in them kind of and you were the main one running up there throwing money. I ain't got a dime from you yet. Come throw some money at my feet. I helped you. Come on, tell the truth. you used to do that. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, uh-huh. You used to run up there with your check. Woo. And when you left, you were riding on a dummy tire on E. Check engine light on. But nothing was changing in your life. But you came to the vision. We put the mirror on you. Like, dad. I didn't know I looked like that. Y'all better come on with me, y'all. See, when you come here... I got 54 seconds. When you come here... Your expectation every week should be, Lord, speak to me. He says, watch this. He says, he says, that which is what? Good. His purpose is, watch this, something that's useful and profitable to your life. That's, that, that's what he means in your purpose. He says that which is acceptable, it has to be well-pleasing in reference to God. He says that which is perfect, so watch this. So at the end of the day, after you finish, watch this, thinking different. Molded by the word of God. You know what that last word means? You know what God's purpose really is for you today to get unstuck on? You got to mature. That's what the issue has been about your purpose. You're still a baby, gaga goo goo. you still drinking milk. God's will or purpose is for you to mature in your faith and relationship with him. Then and only then would you become unstuck. Years ago, a mental institution... Was crude and worked, then that patient will be declared, will not be declared sane. Many people today are trying to mop up the mess in their lives, in their families, in their circumstances, and they're mopping hard. The problem is, <laughs> amen, they have not got down to the root cause of their problem. You see, you know what the root cause is to your purpose and why you're stuck? You ain't doing it God's way. You're conforming to the world. And you're not transforming by the word. But your expectation, that last point. He says that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. Line those up. And now ask God, what is my purpose? Give God hand clap praise.